0: and bring in ministry-related books by Bishop Daichu and links to the nations. She is the evangelist of the Blessed Salvation Crusade. Now be blessed and refreshed as you listen to this inspired message by Sister Joy.
1: Hallelujah. Church, shall we please stand to our feet? Wow. And give the Lord a better, better hand clap. God bless you dancing stars, God bless you choir, for a wonderful ministration. If today is your first time in this church, you are welcome to the Fountain of Life Cathedral. Hallelujah. You are welcome. And all those who came to graduate, congratulations as well. And today, our pastor is in our church, and she's in the house. She's going to preach wonderfully again. Last week she began to teach us a new series. Can't you do just a little bit more? Today I can't wait to hear what our pastor is about to teach us. I want you to be attentive as she comes to the stage. The anointed servant that God has given to you and I. Put your hands together for years. He joy! My life.
2: Jesus. come on, day on, he leads away, he owns my life, he owns my life, he owns my life,
3: together for the lord hallelujah hallelujah what a friend our jesus is for a moment thank him for being your friend for a moment thank him for blessing you for a moment thank him that even in the middle of storms you've not gone down oh we are grateful thank you for being our friend in jesus name amen and now find your bible we're going to make our confession Yeah. Oh, you can stand to your feet or do whatever. Lift up your Bible and let's make our confession this morning. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today I'll be taught the Word of God. I'll never be the same. Never, never, never. I'll never be the same. In Jesus' name, amen and amen god bless you take your seat if your if your neighbor didn't have a bible ask your neighbor so how long how long how long how long and if you are the shepherd of a young person who doesn't have a bible you are this graceful shepherd that's all Uh, i have to say Uh, now who, who who gets the first bible for the person beautiful Well, we've been talking about, can't you do just a little bit more? Hey, I'm seeing some graduates in the house. We shall talk about you after. (laughs) Don't come and take me off my path this morning. Hallelujah. Just a couple of announcements that, you know, I like to do a few announcements before um, I forget. This Friday, our crusade is coming on. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. I have to say that this past week, I have been so encouraged at some of those who have gone and added themselves and done a little bit more to just send out some. Oh, Charlie is nice. keke, It's nice. A little bit more. Hallelujah. And God bless you so much. So don't forget Friday night is the time we're going to be there. This is our last week. We've done a number of things, but you should know that this week is going to be intense. Isn't it? This week is going to be the peak of it. We shall fast small, we shall pray more. (laughs) I said small because if I say plenty, those who are going around will tell me that they can't go. (laughs) Or they'll tell me that they were fainting on the roadside. Please, I don't want trouble. (laughs) But I believe that it's going to be a very good crusade by the grace of God. And most importantly, that souls will be won. And you don't want to miss it. Amen. You don't want to what? I don't know what else you'll be doing on Friday night. Yeah, I don't know what else. <laughs> and remember, I said, if you don't do anything at all, come and be a sitting star. You may think it's nothing, but when you go to crusade grounds, you see that people are a bit afraid to sit until somebody sits. Oh, you don't get my point. When you come and, you come and see a thousand chairs, then there's nobody on them. Will you be number one to sit down? Uh uh-huh so even if you are passing by you are just in for a few days and you're not going to call anybody no problem come and sit down and be a certain star so neighbor we're a church of stars everything we do then we add star it's a church of stars so yeah certain stars are also welcome and needed amen we're looking forward to it so much then also we have a convention coming up amen and we have very deliberately put it on the last Thursday and fr- the last Thursday of the month. I believe that's the thirty first. Thirtieth. Uh, thirty days have September, eighth through June and November. Ah, okay, yes. <laughs> ah, why? You you say it in your head just because I'm saying it out loud. <laughs> so thirtieth November and first December. Amen. And it's gonna be right here. Hallelujah. And I'm believing God for a lot of miracles. Are you there? Do you like such things? Yeah. Mm, it's a while since we had some miracles happening of a certain type. And so we want to just come before the Lord and I believe it will be well. Amen. Yeah. You see, many of you have had a lot of words spoken over you during um, conventions. And you have not, you've not safeguarded the words. You've not watched over them. You've not prayed them down. Yeah, you've not prayed until they, they happen. And so God is just going to give you another opportunity. Yeah. And if you are here, you are saying that, hey, I've been going, but I don't see anything changing. The reason is that that's the reason. You've just left it. When, when, um, several times in the Bible, like when Jesus was, when said Jesus, when the Lord was telling um, Joshua that I've given you the land. So, I've given it to you, now rise up and go and Take it. Go and fight for it. Are you seeing it? I've given it to you. But now rise up and go and do what you must do to acquire it. And that is how the Lord does his thing. So he tells you the end. Are you there? Have you ever watched a football match that you want to know the end? Me black stars, I never, never watch. I have to hear the end first. When I hear the end, then I know. <laughs> uh, to save my heart, oh? they'll break your heart, maybe. Uh. You know, some of you like watching any kind of movie. Media, I ask, did the hero die? Any movie that the hero died, I won't watch. No. No, in my books, that's useless. So if they say, oh, after all his tribulations, he lived. Uh-huh. So that's how the Lord, too. he tells us the end. Oh, are you there? He tells you the end. So he gives you a word. That, oh, you will never be tired. Oh, you are moving up. Oh, things are working better. You are. He tells you the end. But now you must contend for it and work your way. Hallelujah. Beautiful. Okay, so today, okay, my clock is working, I hope. Ah, last week I was preaching and preaching, and the time was not moving. It took me about 30 minutes to realize that the thing has been at the same place. <laughs> anyway, can't you do just a little bit more? Can't you do just a little bit more. Ask your neighbor, Have you started to do a little more? Have you started to do a little more? One of the tricks of the devil is to tell you that your little does not matter. Oh, it's one of his most common tricks. One of his most common. Many of you here are students. When, he tell, when you, you are there, then you say that, "Oh, Mas, there I cannot." How many of you have heard that sermon before? Man no, I cannot. And you too? you have believed it. So if somebody gets up and tells you that you just work one question a day. Just one. Then he'll come and tell you that, oh. That's how one, no, what will he do? <laughs> that's one. That's one question that you are solving per day. What will you do? If you like, don't do it. If you like. Are you here? Usually it's that little more That little more That's what makes all the difference And that's what he tries to make us not do Some of you, you don't do your quiet time Because every morning is a hassle It's 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 a hassle But if you sat down for 10 minutes 10 minutes of prayer, I agree with you It is not any major feat But that little difference, eh? It might even save your life oh yes oh yes I think it was Abraham who gave us the testimony he was on his way, he had finished everything he was going to work and then he just stopped to say Lord guide me as I go today sat in a trusky, trusky went and entered some standing articulator yeah he said I was watching it as if he's standing outside the car and he was indifferent it was a short something just a little more he had had his quiet time. I'm going a little more, a little more. But we were reading last week. We began the series looking at a certain guy, Joash, the king of Israel, in Second Kings 13. I won't read the whole thing again because I read it last week. But here was somebody needing help. And he went to Elisha, and Elisha told him what to do. He said, shoot the arrow. Okay, now that you shot the arrow, you have won. Are you seeing it? Then he now gave him an arrow and said, hit it on the ground. And like some of us who are born into laziness, the man hit it. One, two, three. And that's all. He stopped. And Elijah said, ah, why? You see, the thing is that he could have done, easily have done three more. Six more. It wouldn't have cost him anything. <clears throat> and some of us are like that. You could have studied an hour more, but you just decided to stop. <laughs> you could have worked an hour more, but you just decided to stop. You could have prayed an hour more, but you just decided to stop. Am I talking to some people? I've met a lot of young people. You do just, just, just what is required of you. And then you end it there. Hey. And please, they say my working hours is from... It's from 9 to 5. 4.55. 4.56. We are packing. 4.57. 4.58. 4.59. 5 o'clock. Three! 5 o'clock you are checking out. <laughs> are you there? But sometimes and many times in this life... It's just that little more, just that little more that you would add. And you see, I'm not here to talk about your school or your work. I'm just trying to give you something you can relate to and to say that it is so also in the kingdom of God. Many of us don't know the word of God because when I say know the word of God, it's not in the head. You don't know it because if you had just given a little more reading, you'd have known more. But you have rather listened to the enemy who has said, ah, five minutes more. What is that? Look at how the Bible is big. Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, and Abeditur, Joshua, Judges, Ruth, and Samuel. (laughs) If you read two more verses, look at all the 66 books. If you read just two more verses, what is that? And then you two. Please turn to your neighbor and say, you two, you will be listening. You have been listening. But if you had two additional verses, when I say additional, I'm expecting that you do your quiet time every day. So you add two verses every day. Hey, how many days are there in the, in the year? 365. Let us assume that you dash 65 of the days. So 300 days. You added two extra verses. Is that not 600 more verses that you didn't know before? <laughs> Six hundred verses a year. In ten years, that's six thousand verses. You didn't know six thousand verses you had never read. By now, I don't can't you see that you've been knowing the Bible small? Hey, I'm talking to some people this morning. Oh. this message yeah, is a message after my own heart. I tell you, oh yes, because I keep seeing people who just do just just like that, just like that. Hey. We are going to church. Let's get there. <laughs> what time is the preaching? Let's get there. We used to have some guys. They will be in the hostel. <laughs> then they could, they could hear everything. Are you there? Yeah. Then they are just waiting. They know, okay, then they, this will happen. Praise <laughs> worship. <dancing. laughs> then, then they will hear. <laughs> They've come to sit down. They've come to sit down. So that if you ask them, did you go to church? Oh, yes, I went to church. But I wonder what, how much they gain from it. You know, and many times, the blessing sometimes is not even in the word. Sometimes the blessing comes before that. In something that was said, in something that was sung, in something that you yourself are doing praise and worship, and you are worshiping some, and suddenly you feel that God has come to sit by you. And you have missed all oh, because you were giving God just, just his due. This guy... <laughs> So last week we read about a guy who ended up winning only three wars, because what Elisha said to him was that if he had continued, he would have eliminated the enemy altogether. Yeah, forever they would have been vanquished, but because he stopped, one, two, three, he said, "Ah, okay, you defeat them three times, spare." Wow, are you in the in the church today? Then we went on to talk about Joseph. That's where I was. I didn't finish last week, and I'm going to pick it up from there. Amen? So the first thing I wanted to share with you, with King Joash as an example, is what happens when you make a little more effort. Just a little more effort. Amen? You just apply yourself a little more diligently. Because that's all that he needed to do to really be blessed. Now, I want to share with you now on, on, on Joseph. I'm going to give you two more examples. The next one is one more opportunity. One more opportunity. Hallelujah. If you remember, last week I told you that Joseph was actually called to just come and just interpret the dream. That was the work he had been given. But he went a little further... And he explained to Pharaoh how he could get out of his trouble. It was not part of the deal. What Pharaoh had asked for was somebody to interpret his dream. And Joseph was well able to interpret. And he could have stopped there, like some of you. Hmm. You could have sung the sorrow, but he said, "I'm giving your wolf fans this morning for singing." <laughs> Are you here a little more? but you just don't do so now we find Joseph now in a place where he is now the second in command to Pharaoh many of us would now have said I've arrived oh oh. I'm not enjoying the way you are quiet this morning I'm not enjoying it I've arrived I'm now vice president are you there I'm now the Vice P. I've arrived. So now I can relax. I'm a big man. I don't need to do much else. What did we see Joseph doing? First of all, he implemented the plan he had given. And for the seven years that there were bumper harvest, he would take a portion from every harvest throughout the whole nation and put it in a store. And he did it for seven years. And by the seventh year, in fact, the Bible says that he was able to store so much food that even the records, they gave up. They gave up at a point. They stopped keeping records. It's like, we have wait here and waited and wait 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 and back and weighed and back and wait and wait and back them, back and wait and wait and back and back and Amen. And now they had food. And by Genesis chapter 47, the famine was on, and the famine was intense. Now, what are some of the things Joseph did? Joseph decided that if I am the vice president of Pharaoh, I'm going to make Pharaoh a rich man. So, Genesis 47, verse 13 and 14. Just look at something here. There was no bread in all the land, for the famine was sore, so that the land of Egypt and all the land of Canaan fainted by reason of the famine. And Joseph gathered all the money (laughs) that was found in the land of Egypt and in the land of Canaan for the corn which they bought. Have you seen it? And Joseph brought the money to Pharaoh's house. Pharaoh did not tell Joseph that, as you have taken the post, make me a rich man. But Joseph saw the opportunity. You are coming to get food. Buy it. Bring money. There are some people here, your poverty is because of an opportunity to make money that you have not made use of. No, it's true. You are waiting for somebody to point out to you that that is it. You see, because the money does not look impressive to you. I find that many people are waiting for big monies. Hey. The the churchy is very quiet. The churchy. Hmm? Do you know why you don't own a piece of land? Do you know why? See, I've talked about it from the pulpit before. Why don't you own land? Why don't you own Because you are waiting for the day that 80,000 Ghana cities will come and sit in your bank account. Tell your neighbor how much your pay is and how much you have left over at the end of the month. So that we shall also calculate how long it will take you. Meanwhile, you are from a community just not far from here. The church is very quiet too. Where are you from? Tell your neighbor where you are from. Where? Well, tell your neighbor where you are from. You see, where you are from, you don't think it is anything. Where I live now, should I tell you the price of a plot at the time? I think it was about 7,000. Today, if you are going to buy it, you will look for 70 and bring and you even get no, you must now look for a middleman because they sold everything. And you, you are from Bekwai. Your mother is from Bekwai. Your father is from Bekwai. Your uncles are from Bekwai. And you are sitting here looking for land in Kumasi Instead of you to go to your uncle in Bekwai As the uncle. Look, I need land. I'm talking to somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the Bequai. Put your own town there. It's an opportunity. It's an opportunity. But because we always like what we cannot get. And we always like what we cannot reach. And because we are always designing buildings we can never build. And because we like dreams. Dreams that we cannot attain to. That's why you don't have a piece of land in your own village oh I'm talking to somebody the village I live in I think it started at 5,000 after we we just bought the plot then we said oh the thing is waterlogged." and so we didn't build there and then one of our sons said oh please I like and then his father said okay I'll give it to you then his father went to check what it has become he said I won't give it to you again (laughs) I've collected I've collected my thing are you there? I said, ask your neighbor, like, where are you from? I'm just watching you. You see, you don't think that where you are is anything. When we came to uh, Kumasi in 2010, the only place we found to stay was at Bonfa. And I remember when Bonfa was a grassland, plenty grass and plots. Today, today, just 12-13 years down the line, go and see. It's a major estate. Hmm. Ah, Let me continue preaching and not mind everybody. (laughs) Do you want to know what's next? The next opportunity that Joseph saw. Genesis chapter 47, same chapter. Few chapters down. Set the food, when you take it, you eat it. So the money got finished. When money failed in the land of Egypt (laughs) and in the land of Canaan, All the Egyptians came to Joseph and said, Give us bread. For why should we die in your presence? For the money faileth. Joseph said, We don't have money again. He saw another opportunity. Give me your cattle. Ah. (laughs) Give me your cattle. I will give you for your cattle. If money, if money, there's no money, but your cows are there. (laughs) And they brought their cattle to Joseph. And Joseph gave them bread in exchange for horses and for the flocks and the cattle of the heads and the asses. And he fed them with bread for all their cattle that year. Oh. <laughs> you are here. Your great-grandfather is a fool, and he, the, the cattle is still walking around. We say, Oh, media, I'm going to school. Some me, I don't like these things. Be sitting. Be sitting, be sitting. Somebody will be eating them year after year. should i continue (laughs) i'm just showing you opportunities so opportunities you see we are reading the bible we are looking at the opportunities this guy could see but i can tell you there are opportunities around you like something if you have eyes to see if you have eyes to see the story continues, so we are still in the same chapter. So he knew that, Charlie, the people, they are going to eat. Ask for food when you eat, what happens? That's not finish. So he prepared the next one. <laughs> when the year was ended, they came again and said, Hmm, we'll hide it from you. How our money is spent. You have also taken our cattle. <laughs> there's nothing left, oh, there's nothing left except our bodies and our land. Forgive me for laughing, but the thing is too wild. <laughs> Are you here? He didn't tell them, what am I coming to do with your body? What am I coming? No, 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 no. no. Ah. Why should we die in front of you? Both we and our land. By us and our land. Oh, ah. for bread. And we and our land will now be your servant. And give us seed that we may live and not die. Oh. Or you haven't seen it. It's an opportunity. If you are like us, you say, hey, you are very wicked, oh, You are a very wicked man. You say, what? You are my other land. You be there, let opportunities be passing. Let opportunities be passing. I know people, somebody was going to pay your fees. You fooled with it. Yeah. I tell you, sometimes when you sit in the seat of a pastor, you wish you could not see. Yeah. Foolishness sitting on a high hill. Yeah. Magnified. Magnified. Are you in the church? You had nothing. Someone said, Come, in exchange, do this and I'll give you this. It's sad. That's why poverty is not a condition, it's a spirit. That's why the decision making is like that. And you are in the house of God. What are you doing entertaining that spirit? Or you've never heard the statement, poor and proud? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mommy, here's why. No, it's real. It's a very real thing. It's a very real thing. I've watched people blow their future, just throw it all away. Because out of pride, you don't want to just, you know, say, I'm sorry. Or you don't want to just... It's an opportunity. Do what you must do for the opportunity to work. And sometimes when an opportunity is coming, it's not easy. But you want easy opportunity. Do you think it was easy to go and buy everybody's cows? Do you know the work that came from that thing? Where did they put the cows? Plus the horses. What were they eating? Who was cleaning their... their it's a major something. You see, when you read it, it sounds like a very glorious something, something. The land that they were collecting. How many quantities of surveyors, or how many not quantity, how many surveyors did they need to now come and say, this land belongs to this man that we have taken his 10 acres, and we have taken this ones 2 acres, and a whole something. There's no opportunity that is just sitting down. I'm just watching some of you young people. When they call you, somebody will call you and say, come come and just uh, um, clean my yard, then you see nonsense. You just see nonsense. Ask anybody, you one of the nonsense people? <laughs> oh, I have to say it. I have to say it. You want to just wear high heels and sugar. That's why you'll be collecting money from prostitutes, from, from sugar daddies. That's why you collect from sugar daddy. It is better that you work with your own strength and buy your own thing than to be sleeping with a man for money. Yeah. It doesn't matter what you call it. It's prostitution. Yeah. Doesn't matter how it looks. Yeah. Hey. One of them said, some of them say they are high class. One of them, she told me that oh, when the ministers are coming into the town, then they call her. Yeah. You are no better than the one who stands on the roadside. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Uh, Please, can I go back to my story? (laughs) Uh, Where did we reach? What what verse? So, he has bought their cattle, and he has done what? Bought their land. (laughs) He buy us in our land. It's very sad. He's continuing, though, because the famine is continuing. Another opportunity has come. Let's go to verse 21. This time he has taken the human beings. And he moved them from the city. From one end of the border of Egypt to another. Are you there? Yeah. It's only the priest's land that he left for them. Hmm? All the others. You see, what he had done was to establish Pharaoh's ownership of the land. So now Pharaoh called this man, come and feed my people. And he has brought him money. He has brought him cattle. He has brought, bought the allegiance of the people. He has brought all the land under the place. I want to ask you whether Pharaoh will protect the man or not. Oh, you don't understand what I'm saying. Pharaoh suddenly realizes that I have so much because of this man. Do you think he will allow somebody to come from somewhere to say no? you see, but you can see that so he made, he took opportunities all these opportunities and they established Pharaoh somewhere and so therefore when the children of Israel now needed a place to patch after all this, Pharaoh gave it to them Pharaoh gave it to them there was no quarrel Pharaoh gave it to them, this is how Israel came to be in the land of Egypt and own things and own properties. Hey, you have forgotten your Bible stories. Do you remember when the, his brothers had been coming? That's the other side of the story. So the brothers too were coming and things. And they said, your father is still alive. And so after all these things, Joseph had gained so much favor, uh, favor of Pharaoh that when he came and said, Oh, king, my father. My father, my brother. Oh. Whatever you like, take it. And that's how... Israel was also safeguarded and, and sheltered during that time. Are you there? Hmm. Verse 27. This is in the same, oh, this is in Genesis 47. By verse 27, look at it. And Israel dwelt in the land of Egypt, in the country of Goshen. Goshen was one of the best places. And they <laughs> and they had possessions and grew and multiplied exceedingly. Hallelujah. How did it happen? Just by somebody doing a little more, a little more, a little more. Some of us would have said that, oh, show no, he's not from my family. And would have just done just what is required of us, and we'll all just survive and we'll all just be struggling there small more, more. But you see that just by making use of every single opportunity, Joseph even changed the history of his own people. Hallelujah. Oh, I said Hallelujah. Ask your neighbor. What opportunity are you going to use today? What opportunity? You see, many opportunities don't come looking nice. Oh, no, 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 no! Opportunities don't come announcing that they are an opportunity. It's you who has to start. Then you see, as you are beginning, then you begin to see what it is worth. Are you in the church? Hey, the way you are quiet me now, I'm just even wondering. I'm just even wondering whether it is you or me who is asleep. <laughs> Hallelujah. Amen. A little more. A little more. Turn to your neighbor and say, what, what opportunity is there? What can you do a little more of? Yeah. What can I do a little more? Some of you say that, oh, me, that's not the course I studied, so I won't do. And that's in a way. Be there. Yeah. Be there. <laughs> And some too, some people also feel that me, I, mean, I won't do you think you are doing somebody else, but you are the one without a job. You are the one whose business has failed. Oh, preaching from the pulpit is nice. At least I can say it in the air. <laughs> I can say it in the air. Hey, eh. Eh. Eh, mommy, I'm talking about me. Today I'll tell you that if the cap fits you, wear it. Do you understand when I say wear it? Say that, hey, this is me that. It's true, I had this opportunity, I didn't take it seriously, I, I could have done this, I did. okay, but from now, but from now, I will not let one opportunity, I won't let one chance pass me by, knowing that even though it's an opportunity, it is hard work, yeah, some of us are allergic to hard work, some of us are allergic to sweat, but I need you to know that the world is ruled by tired men. Yeah, 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 yeah. There's nothing, nothing good comes easy, believe me. I know you don't have a wife because you don't want to sweat. No, no, it's a new, at least in my generation. I don't know what's happening now, but in my generation, many times, the first time the person went, the the lady said no. I mean, I know it was for for a fact. This generation. Hmm. Number one, you can't even move until you are 200% sure that she will say yes. And if by mistake she bounces you, you will not chase another. You will not look for a wife again. Be there. You are the one that doesn't have wife. Be there. Then you now start writing sermons for us, saying that the women in the church are some way, and they're this, and they're that, and they're that. Don't bring yourself. You are the one who cannot see the opportunity. And young ladies, don't shout too much because you are also another group of people. The man looks as if he doesn't have much. You can't see one centimeter below the surface. You are looking for cheap side. I want a man who is already wealthy. Excuse me. Marry the guy and together build the wealth. Oh, I have to say it. Because you are in a church of very young people. Wait, 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 wait. All jokes apart. All jokes apart. This congregation is not like the average church because of where we are. So the young people, young and married people, are about 85%, 90% of the church. So if you are in a place where 80 to 90% of the people look like you, they are your type, and you still can't find a wife, or you can't find a husband, you should ask yourself what is that... You are waiting to go somewhere. <coughs> you are making noise, so I won't talk again. No, <coughs> no, 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 no. I have to say it all. Because when you start working, the dynamics are different. You go into an office, there are 100 people there, 50 are married. 25 are unbelievers. You are, me- you are left to 25. Of the 25 who are believers, 10 are already linked. You are down to 15. You are now, now that you could have made your choice from a population of over, how many thousand? You are now going to make your choice from 15 people. Because you couldn't see the opportunity. You couldn't see it. Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> the last example that I the last one, the first one I said what <laughs> there's no pressure at all <laughs> the first one I said make a little extra effort, that was the example of Joash, then I said one more opportunity, are you there and the last one I'll give you for today is that Demonstrate your love for God a little more. And the example of this, the classic example is David. Let's go to 2 Samuel chapter 7. I'm reading from verse 1. And it came to pass when the king sat in his house, and the Lord had given him rest round about from all his enemies, that the king said to Nathan the prophet, See now, I dwell in a house of cedar, But the ark of God dwells within curtains. And Nathan said, Go and do all that is in your heart, for the Lord is with you. Now, this is about David. We all know King David's story how he had to run up and down. I mean, enemies were chasing him. He was anointed that he would be the king of Israel, but it took a long time to happen. Are you there? And during that time, Saul tried to kill him several times. He was living as a warrior in the caves. I mean, it was not easy for him at all. And then one day, by the grace of God, he realized that God has done everything for me. And I'm now sitting on my throne. Many of us would have said that, oh, I've arrived finally. Now I must enjoy life. Oh, is it true or is it not true? You say that now, dear have arrived but instead of saying that David now said that mm, what more can I do for God because as I look at it me I'm living in comfort in a house but the Lord that tent thing that we had for him during my difficult days he's still in that thing maybe I can try to do a temple for the Lord so that a place that the ark of God can just come and be at rest in there did he have to no was somebody asking him no What happened next? So he told the prophet that this was what he was going to do. And the prophet said, it's a good idea. But even before the prophet exited the place, the Lord told the prophet that, no, David is not the one who will build my house. And the reason was that he has fought too many wars. There's too much blood on his hands. Are you there? But you know something? Just for wanting to build the house of God, God blessed him. And the generations after him. And God told him that, you are not going to build, but your son will build. And because of this thing that you have done, the house of David is preserved forever. That's why even Jesus, they say he came from the house of David. Are you there? Hey. Hello? And what did it come from? It came from somebody saying, can I do a little more? Can I do a little more? This was not the only time When he found out that things were getting better for him, one day he woke up and he said, Look, Saul was my father, even though he went off. And Jonathan was my brother. Is there nobody left of their house? So that now that peace has come to me, I can sort them out. It was a mind. It was a mind. And it was a good mind to have. I want you to ask your neighbor, Have you ever thought that? Can I not just do something a little more for God? I'm already doing, I've done what is my due. I've done my best, but what can I add? Yes, I sing in the choir. Yes, I chase up a few people, but what can I add? Just because I can. Not because anybody is forcing me, but just because I can. That's actually the root of the boosters that we give in church at times. It's like, I've done my due. What has been asked of me, I've done it. But just like how I like to get a gift sometimes, what can I dash God? What can I add? Can I talk to one more person? Can I pick up one more person? It's true that I'm the blowman in the church. I'm the one who brings most people to church. But can I just do a little more? Can I add one more thing? And the Lord really blessed David. Yeah. He really blessed David. He was he was called the man. I mean, God loved God, loved him. He loved God, the man after God's heart. And you see it. Many we sing a lot of songs that are just David they're just the Psalms. Yeah. As the deer panted for the waters, so my soul longer. That's David. That's David. Ask your neighbor what kind of love songs have you been singing to God? Oosh. You have been singing to your wife, your husband, your beloved, but God. What love song have you been? <laughs> Are you in the church? Yeah. What have you done just because you like God? Just because you like him. And sometimes you should just look back to where you came from and see how God has clothed you with dignity and made you look like somebody that you and him know that you are not. Oh, the church is nicely quiet. I love it. <laughs> Do you understand when I say you and him know? Yeah. Yeah. You used to drink, God ah, will pick you from the gutter, but you are forgotten. No, it's real. You see, sometimes when he picks us up, he cleans us up so much that there's no sign. There's no sign. You know, many times I don't talk much about my Samway days because nobody believes me anymore. They don't believe it. They don't believe Yeah. One time I was talking to Bishop's wife, sister, Mama, and I told her, I said, oh, these were the people who were my couple. She said, what? Because we're on campus at the same time. And she knew that group of people. And the way God has cleaned me up, I didn't look like I can belong there. Are you there? And when you remember, what does it make you do? Don't just remember and be giving Listen, just like how you don't like us to say happy birthday and not add something. Um, some of you come on your birthday, then you'll be putting out on your status. Happy birthday, does not go to market. <laughs> Happy birthday, that's it. My momo number, I'm waiting for some momo. You, your birthday, you are waiting for momo. That's how God too is waiting. All this, you. I love you, I love you. I want to see a soul that has come because you love me. I want to see you caring for somebody because you love me. I want to see some extra, extra support for the church because you love me. He too, he wants to see something. Hallelujah. I said he wants to what something see something. Tell your neighbor, God wants to see something. <sighs> he wants to see something. The words are good. Let the words keep coming, you know. Sometimes the words are nice. Shit, yeah. Oh, David was good. You were oh, alone, alone. Are my children. children a nice way That nice way. You are the Make my sweet. Song is nice, but are you there? Hmm? It's nice. But I tell me, sometimes you should add some weight. Sometimes you should do something. Sometimes you should in- introduce somebody to him and give him a soul because that's what he was he's looking for. Are you there? Hey, you mind me again? Yeah. Sometimes we tell time that I want to walk with you. I want to talk with you. I want to feel your heart beat up. It's all nice. It's nice. But sometimes, let's add something to it. This Friday, we have an opportunity. Yeah. We have an opportunity. Lord, this Friday, I'm going to do something because I want to add something. I want to add something. If you can even win the soul before the Friday crime, it, it's also fine. Yeah, it's also fine. Hallelujah. Just add something more. Hallelujah. Let him feel your love. I love you, Lord. love you, Lord.
2: For your mercy never fails me. And all my days, I've been held in your hand, Oh, Lord. From the moment that I wake. Till I lay my head, oh, I will sing of the goodness of God. I, love, I, I love your voice. I love your voice. Oh your songs You have led me through the fire, the darkest fire. light. You've been You're gonna say, you're gonna say.
3: every head bowed every eye closed you're here but you've not given your life to jesus he's waiting for you that's the ultimate sign of your gratitude for all that he has done and so if you are here today and you are not sure if i die where will i go will i go to heaven or not today i want you to pray that prayer everybody on their feet Every head is bowed. Every eye is closed. You are here this afternoon. You want to give your life to Jesus. Just lift your right hand where you are standing and I want to pray with you. Just lift your hand where you are standing. And maybe I cannot see you, but you can see me. I want you to step out of where you are. Just come to me. Just come. Just join me. Let the ashes help you. Let the pastors help you. Come to me. I want to pray with you. Just come. Just come. Step out of where you are. God bless you god bless you just come you're saying i'm not so sure but i want to settle this issue between me and god i want to make sure that my name is written in the lamb's book of life god bless you please come i'm sure that you are there your heart is beating bam 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 like that god is just telling you let's sort this issue out today please just come just come god bless you god bless you just for a few minutes we're going to pray very soon god bless you just come God bless you. God bless you. You're standing in the congregation. You're wondering, should I go? Should I not go? Should I go? Just come. Just come. God bless you, my dear. God come. Just come. Just come. Let us pray together. Let us pray. If you're standing in front with me here, you want to just lift up your voice and pray. You want to say, Dear God. Dear Lord. If you're in the congregation, help us, please. Say, Dear Lord. I come to you today. As a sinner, please wash me in your blood. Cleanse me from my sins. Please write my name in the book of life. Lord Jesus, from today, you are my Savior and you are my Lord. I thank you for saving me in Jesus' name. Father, thank you for our brethren this morning who give their lives to you, I pray. That they will come to know you closer, and they will always be happy because of today. In Jesus' name, Amen. And they-
0: We believe that you have been blessed by this message. For more information, you can follow us on Facebook, Fountain of Life Cathedral, and on Instagram and Twitter at FOLCI. God richly bless you.